You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller. Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is outside, michutz. The weekly Torah text is Tazriah Mitzorah. Monday morning, 10 a.m., siren pierces sky. Holocaust commemoration day and everybody stands still for two minutes of honoring the victim's memory. Not everybody. I stand on my balcony in Abutor, right on the border between East and West Jerusalem, See some neighbors like me standing quietly on balconies and in their windows, but on the street walking up from the Palestinian side are four women dressed in chic Muslim wear, ranging in age from 20 to 50, chatting, giggling, ignoring the siren. One of them looks right at me and walks on. Really? I want to ask them, run after them, inquire. This isn't just about slain Jews. It isn't about Israel or the occupation. It's about women, men, children, millions of them, all ages, brutally tortured, killed. It's about people. It's about my grandparents, aunts, uncles, countless relatives. It's about empathy. If it was the other way around, I wonder if we were a minority in a Muslim land where a moment was taken to remember a national loss, would all Jews care enough to stand? Do we care now? Or are the walls that divide us already as thick, if invisible at times, as the ghetto walls that split up so many European cities during World War II? There are, I'm pleased to know, exceptions. Walls at times dissolve, and caring happens. The night before, I attended a unique Holocaust memorial ritual held at Tantur, an ecumenical center built by the Pope on the road to Bethlehem. Led by Israeli Jews, Palestinian Muslims, and German Christian peace activists, this ritual was based on the teachings of Eti Hilsum, a Dutch-Jewish artist who died in Auschwitz, leaving behind an extraordinary legacy of art, writing, and spiritual inspiration dedicated to peace within and beyond. During the ritual, Dina, a Palestinian, read her favorite quote in English and in Arabic. Anya from Germany chose hers, translated into German, to redeem that language, my beloved language here today, she said. Nachum, a settler from nearby Gush Etzion, leader of a movement for peaceful negotiations between the local neighbors, spoke about his vision for forgiveness, reconciliation, and Hilsom's faith in humanity's triumph, despite it all. Many of us wept as they all spoke. I am perfectly aware that the few dozens gathered at Tantur are, for now, a dedicated anomaly. The rest of us living here are trapped in divisions. Mine, yours, friend, enemy, my pain, your loss. Real fences and a wall divide us. The boundaries of compassion are all too often withdrawn. I live, chose to live, on the border. And as this siren blasted and my neighbors walked on by, I felt a wave of rage, hurt, sadness, and a growing distance. How can we ever make peace if we ignore each other's pain? It goes both ways. Few of us are innocent in this regard. But can divisions and separations sometimes be essential to heal the wounds? The way a band-aid separates a cut, 
from air for times of quiet mending? In the sacred texts I find possible remedy, a recipe for healing the demands divisions of space and time. This week's Torah, Tazriya Mitzorah, is about healing. Physical discharges, skin infections, mold, and other mutilations of normal health to one's body or home are treated with a mixture of sacrificial remedies, priestly procedures, and a heavy dose of faith. Not everybody makes it. The treated victims wait for seven days in seclusions, often outside the camp, beyond the boundaries of norm, as a quarantine that should render health and healing for all. Divide to heal. For seven days one shall dwell alone, outside the camp shall one's dwelling be. Leviticus 14.46 This notion of outside, a health-provoked time-out, can easily create a society where lepers are outsiders, and those inflicted with the pain are perceived as weak, lesser valued. Other becomes threat, enemy, projection of all fears. But from the big span of history, the big arc, it's a roller coaster. Today I'm outsider, and tomorrow it could be you. Victims can take turns on this cycle of venom and blame, or maybe, sometimes, rarely, get beyond the hate. Move on. Maybe we'll rise up for each other's painful moments when we will all remember that we were once the outsiders, lepers out of camp, victims, fleeing, fearful, mad. The work begins within ourselves to judge less and reclaim more moral ground. Eti, a victim of our terrible tragedy, reminds me, reminds us of what it can be all about. She writes, Ultimately, we have just one moral duty, to reclaim large areas of peace in ourselves, more and more peace, and to reflect it towards others. And the more peace there is in us, the more peace there will be in our troubled world. Amen. Shabbat Shalom.